Well, a coalition of Whatcom County farmers and landowners were among those asking Governor Jay Inslee to prevent what they call a massive erosion of trust in the state's salmon conservation efforts. Farmers were told back in August that the Farm Service Agency would be canceling or reducing up to 334 of their contracts beginning in October. With me today is Fred Lickle. He's the executive director of Whatcom Family Farmers, and he was one of the one of those working on that letter. Uh, thanks so much for joining us today, Fred. Thanks for having me, Jason. So can you give us a brief overview of what led to this coalition of farmers writing to the governor and what they're asking for? Well, I think it's important to notice not just a coalition of farmers, but also environmental groups as well, I think is, is really the key note to play here because... Um, this is something that's a, a concern for both folks involved. You know, as we look to, you know, effectively add more habitat uh, surrounding streams, while at the same time recognizing that this is the farmer's land and it's oftentimes been used to grow crops. The idea is to be able to adequately compensate farmers for the loss of this land, while they, of course, help out with habitat. And you know, the the challenge around this program suddenly being terminated is these farmers signed 10 to 15 year uh, contracts to be paid uh, for the rent of their land and suddenly because of uh, as best I can call it maybe a a clerical error clerical error um, we suddenly have these farmers having their contracts canceled immediately and um, so now not only do they get zero rent on that they are also left with you know large amounts of trees which that takes a significant amount of income to, uh, you know, funding to turn it back into valuable land. So it's really a, a justice issue here of uh, how fair is it that the, you know, the federal government can just cancel contracts at whim after signing people up um, and putting them in a disadvantage. It really is a, a very unfair issue right now. So the main concern here is that farmers won't be paid to maintain these uh, buffer areas or these trees, like you're saying. Correct. Okay. Can you explain a little bit the disconnect here between the landowners and the farm service agency on this? Well, I I would say the disconnect definitely lies with the farm service agency, you know, and and those who, who signed them up. You know, they determined that these farmers were eligible sometimes as many as 15 to even 20 years ago, they are the ones that ended up changing the rules uh, at the state level to make these folks eligible. And then through an audit at the federal level, they suddenly were deemed ineligible. So the farmers didn't do anything wrong. They were actually, in many cases, recruited to put these trees, these buffers up. Um, so that They're recruited to do it. And we're willing to, uh, you know, crop projects, uh, these habitat projects are all not, uh, you know, a bunch of lovely roses. They can be challenging. Um, you know, you're having now to manage trees, and that means managing drainage, and that's not always an easy thing to do. Um, and for suddenly the federal government to say, uh, yeah, we're just going to pull the rug out from underneath you, uh, there's definitely a disconnect with them on what are your rules, you know, make your make the decision ahead of time and stick with your stick with your word, which they have not done. So is it clear to you at this point what circumstances a farmer will be under who is now deemed ineligible to keep getting those contracts? Well, it's it's frustrating because the, the claim is, well, you're not on a 
they had some approved streams from back in the mid-90s. And if it was an, a stream that had a listed species, uh, endangered species on it back then, then that stream was approved. Um, and so that list was there. Um, of course, we didn't, you know, the farmers didn't have necessarily uh, access to this this list. They were told whether they were or they weren't. And why are these contracts so important? How do they impact salmon conservation? Well, I mean, we all know that from from studying it that uh, being able to provide adequate shade uh, along streams uh, is what really helps to keep that water temperature down. It provides what is which is a big part of habitat. Uh, also, eventually, you know, little the little salmon can can hide amongst the roots and so forth. So. There's no doubt that having that habitat there can be a real key and critical part to it. Likewise, when it's not there, you see stream temperatures go up and uh, the these little streams get clogged with with grass and they just it just isn't nearly as a, it's more there are more predators are more available to get at them. So it's just much better to keep a, a small amount of cover there over the stream and that's what we've really been aiming for is, is this has been a nice balance between what farmers need and what salmon need. And unfortunately, you know, this now puts all the onus on the farmers, the landowners. Um, and you know, they have to determine, okay, am I going to leave this here and get zero payment for it? It won't even pay for the taxes anymore on the land. I mean, we see people that went, you know, have lost nine tenths of their income, even if they're going back to it, you know, into another FSA program, or they're going to get zero. Um, they're going to be forced to determine: Do I just leave those things out of goodwill, or do I need to um, take these trees out and plant something back in? And in many cases, it's an economic decision. So what do you see the effect of all this being? Um, like you mentioned before, are some of these buffers going to be dismantled now? And is that going to have an effect on the uh, salmon populations or other habitat? You know, well, that might be a possible short-term issue. I, I think the bigger issue here, Jason, is a loss of trust. Um, you know, one of the things that's been discussed over the last few years is how do we get more habitat out there? You know, the you know, as I said, it's it's not always just an easy, simple solution for a landowner to say, "Oh, look, I'll plant trees along these streams." It causes a lot of challenges for management, for you know, potential loss of income. It's it's a significant decision. Now, um, after being after they see their neighbors who may have planted it be really uh, had the rug pulled out from underneath them, it's going to be a lot more difficult for folks to make the decision, okay, I'm going to plant trees. You, you know, it can cost you several thousand dollars an acre just to remove these trees. Um, and they're only getting hundreds of dollars an acre in rent per year. So it, it's a significant it's a significant loss in trust, really. I, I look at it and go, why would a farmer, you know, why would a landowner want to plant trees now? Uh the government's going to have to work hard at regaining that trust. And that's why we're really hopeful that Governor Inslee, if we had someone step in and say, okay, we're going to bring give a short-term Band-Aid to this until we figure out a solution so that these farmers and landowners aren't hurt by this. Um, until that happens, 
it's going to be difficult for people to say, all right, I'm, I'm going to be willing to plant trees. Do you have any idea of how much land is being impacted by this and how much of that affects Whatcom County? Yeah, I, we can't answer that exactly right now. That's going to have, we're going to have to wait till uh, I've, I've been told technically the first of the month is when FSA is going to uh, you know, make that determination because they're going back to all these landowners. You know, there's what, over 200, at least over 200 contracts, probably more than that in Whatcom County. Um, that, and they have to go talk to all those folks individually. So we really won't know yet. Um, I, but I know that there was what over 400, uh, miles of streamland planted in Whatcom County. So we had figured roughly 50% of that was at risk. So, you know, that that's, if you have 200 miles, it's at risk, even if you lose 50 of it. I mean, my goodness, we're trying to figure out how to get more, not less. You know, this is not... This is not what we want to see. What are the next steps on this issue? Uh, are signatories on that letter waiting for a response from Inslee or the state, or are you just going to wait till these contracts, uh, they make a decision on these contracts and work from there? You know, I, I understand that the primary place um, where the, the funds would be available is at the Washington Conservation Commission. Uh, and I know they would need to, of course, get some directive from the governor's office because they received significant funding in last year's budget to look at putting in habitat. Um, I believe it was like $25 million and this probably wouldn't cost much more than a million is what people are at per year, $25 million for, for, for two years. This probably wouldn't cost much more than a million per year to maintain these contracts that we've been told. So what we're hoping is that they're willing to step in. Um, we're waiting to hear back on what, you know, what decisions that they've made. You know, the key thing on this is that you know, because the FSA said we have to have an answer by the end of September, that unfortunately it's a very short time frame. Uh, so FSA said this to the landowners, right? We're, we're, by the end of September, you have to decide. You're in or you're out. And so um, we're, we're really hoping that sooner than later, the, the you know, Governor Inslee and the, and the Conservation Commission would come back and say, we're going to cover those costs, which then, at least for the next two years, which gives then the farmers the option of saying, okay, this is something we can opt into. And then long term, we need to discuss potential solutions. And there has been some indication um, through some back channels that the FSA, which as a federal agency moves very slowly, might be willing to amend some rules so that maybe we can get back to having it be a more adequate contract. But as you can imagine, this is something that's going to take more than one month. This is probably going to take a year or two or who knows. So so that's what, why we're looking for Governor Inslee's help. Well, that was Fred Lickle, Executive Director of Welcome Family Farmers. Thanks so much for your time today, Fred. Really appreciate it. Thank you very much.